Hatter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. What is going on? This is Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. My name is Troy, Papa Tud, and we are going into week three of the NH- NFL. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that little <laughs> Freudian slip there. Uh, NFL that's for season. Uh, the other podcast for Pucker yeah, that's Nation. For <laughs> <laughs> Puck Nation, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are... Uh, I am being joined today by my great host, my great co-host, the genius King Tud, Lord of the Lord of the Flies, <laughs> <laughs> Noah Young. Hey, we've all read it. <coughs> we've all read it. We all know Piggy. P- Piggy gets up and just has to die. I don't know what. All I remember about that book was I think some kids got like ran over by a boulder, right? Because they were like pushing rocks down a hill. Didn't they stab yeah, him I to death? That was Piggy, right? Didn't they? But didn't they stab someone to death? The kid with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. They stabbed him, right? <laughs> and he got rolled over by a boulder. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why like did they also? St- why did they have us reading that? I thought I feel like we read that in. Th- I feel like I read that in third grade. No, so no. that we would learn to bully kids with glasses. <laughs> that was that was definitely like an eighth grader. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's all just blurring that, together. That, that's what I was wondering. I was like, okay, we read Lord of the Flies, very insane book. We read The Outsiders. Another like gangster people getting stabbed in the stomach type book. So eighth yeah. grade's all about, you know, if you don't know who you are, stab someone in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> stab someone in the stomach, stay golden, rules to live by. That's At least it. that's what eighth grade taught me. Yeah, that's what eighth grade taught us. And uh luckily we went on to ninth, but um shoot. Imagine if everyone just stayed eighth graders their whole life. But anyways, welcome to the <laughs> we got Father Alvarez straight from the monastery. What's up, Father? Hey, doing good. Hey, I just realized, Noah, are you wearing a Dinkelberg shirt? I am. I'm repping Nickelodeon classics right now. Dude, Noah's always got the best tees. Yeah, that dude has if if you've seen a show from nineteen ninety nine until maybe like two thousand nine. Noah has a character from that show on a shirt. They call me T-shirt. You know what? I, I, I want to see a... This is like such a niche thing, but I was talking to my wife about it the other day. Do you guys remember Superbike from the Fairly Odd Parents? Was it blue? He was like... So Timmy wishes for this uh, this like awesome bike, but it's like a, a dude. It's like a bike dude. And then oh. he falls in love with Timmy. And he Uh-oh. just like like he becomes obsessed, and he's just like, "Timmy, let's let's go for rides all the time." And then he becomes a dragon. It's wild. I man. feel like I we fear- grew up with some weird cartoons. I remember that faintly. Yeah, yeah. Yeesh. So week three, <laughs> week three of the NFL NFL season, baby. Week two was. Uh, um, I feel like week one came out really strong, but but what what we don't know about week ones is. Are the teams that are good really good, and are the are are the teams that lost actually really bad, right? That's what we don't know. And then week two kind of cleans that up a little bit for us. Um, and there's there's a couple questions here. There's a couple questions here. I think you see after week two. Uh, one of the craziest stats I heard is last year, no team that was zero and two finished above five hundred except for the Falcons. 
Wow. I actually forgot so the Falcons look at every team. Yeah, barely. I think it was one game above 500. Look at every team that's 0-2 right now, some big names out there, and think about that. No team last year that was 0-2 finished above 500 except for one. Hmm. And the Falcons are back in that category again. Falcons, Bengals, Panthers, Raiders, Titans, all 0-2 teams right now. That's crazy. That's Panthers, yeah. I, I I could kind of see that. Not teams I would have expected to be in that category, honestly. Dude. Raiders, Titans? No. Bengals? I know. Bengals, Bengals? are you kidding me? 0-2? Oh, and, and that's so hilarious to me how people talk about, oh, man, the the Bills have already dethroned from the very first game the, the champions or whatever. It's like, dude, I mean, I'd rather be the champion and 1-1 one and one than the loser champion and come out 0-2 looking like garbage. So I think Cincinnati has some problems. Yeah. Honestly, the the low number of teams who are still undefeated is kind of what's surprising me too, right? Because we got the Giants sitting at 2-0, and the Bucks sitting at 2-0. and We've got the Eagles, we've got the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Chiefs. And that's it. That's I'd kind of expect, yeah, I guess there's a lot more one-and-one teams who I would have expected to be doing better at this point, but Giants, top of the league right now. Crazy. Dude, Giants, I think, I think have a, the ability to go. Um, now, I don't think they're going to win the division. I think it's going to, I mean, from the first couple of games, it looks like it's going to be the, uh, the big bad Eagles over there in Philadelphia. But I think that in the beginning of the season, by midseason, I think the Giants are going to be above 500 still. I think they're going to be maybe 5-3, and three, something like that in that mm. range. Because I think they can probably go win the next game, the next couple games. It's interesting what seeing new coaching faces is doing so far. Obviously, it's too soon to tell, but Mike McDaniel taking down Harbaugh and Belichick, and now you got Brian Dable, who's taking the Giants, who haven't looked good in – what is that, like a decade maybe? 2-0. Yeah, no, the, the Giants, I mean, being 2-0 is big. And then next week they got the Cowboys, and the week after that they got the Bears. So, like, the Giants could really go 4-0 to start this season off, and that would be pretty, that'd be pretty that's, insane. That's mind-blowing. Hey, good on Brian Dable. Good for him. The Bills just changing the game. Or the the old Bills, uh, what was he Offensive coordinator? Yeah. Defensive coordinator? Yeah. Offensive? Offense, yeah. Yeah. Good for him, dude. Yeah, man. It's always nice. But uh, speaking of the Bills, though, have you guys have you guys ever seen a team that have started off this hot? Hmm. This hot? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, like, in years past, there's always that team that just, like, comes out the gate. I feel like the, the Chiefs have done something similar in the past. I feel like the Rams have done something similar in the past. But the Bills... Like, can, can we get into into the recap? Because because uh, I want to react to this game a little bit. Um, but yeah, they're looking real good. Yeah, real let's good. go. Let's go. Twenty second recap. Twenty second recap. Let's go. Let's go ahead and kick things off with the Buffalo versus Titans game. The like the Buffalo Bills never uh, had a doubt in their minds that they were going to destroy the Titans. Uh, it was Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs all day, and when that didn't need to go any further, the Four, Buffalo Bills defense came three, through for a big win, forty-one two, to seven. One. 
Rams Atlanta, baby. Rams had to win. We already said the 0-2 stat. I wanted to just win this game, and we go up 28-3, which is a number that is haunting Atlanta for the rest of time. Uh, they could not make it back this time, um, and they almost did, though. Jalen Ramsey had to secure it with a pick at the end of the game, and that's why you get him. That's why you get that guy right there. All right, nice. All right, let's take it to uh, unfortunate game. Seahawks at the Niners. Second recap. Let's go. Trey Lance helped the Niners get to an early lead, but it was still within reach for the Seahawks until he suffered a right ankle injury that took him out of the game, unfortunately for the Hawks, because it started to rain pretty hard after that, and we know how he plays in the rain. Jimmy G ended up leading the Niners to a 27-7 win. The only Hawks touchdown was on a blocked field goal, and the Seahawks have not scored an offensive touchdown since the second quarter of the Broncos game. Don't write me off, though. <laughs> All right, heading over to my favorite place on God's green earth, Arrowhead Stadium. Chargers versus Chiefs. Chiefs and Chargers were going back and forth all game long and it there there were guys making plays who you never even thought would make plays on the Chiefs Justin Watson with a big bomb for a touchdown and the Chiefs seal it uh, with their rookie Jalen Watson with a pick six let's go nice I yeah the Chiefs I mean what can you say besides uh, recap let's go Another team from the AFC West that just seems a little bit uh, under the weather, kind of. Denver, Houston and Denver, Houston Mills Mafia coming in and trying to get things done, but they can only get field goals. They can only score three points, and and I don't know what the heck's going on with Mr. Unlimited, but he seems very, very limited over at the mile high. He does. So All right. A punk. Minnesota at Philadelphia. If you're like me, you switched to this game because the uh, Bills-Titans game was too one-sided, but you didn't. You got a one-sided game with this one too. Uh, Eagles put the NFL on notice. A.J. Brown's looking like a great addition. The Eagles moved the ball efficiently. Uh, Vikings came back down to earth after beating Green Bay, and they lost this one 24-7. Look out for those Eagles. Yeah, man. A.J. Brown left the team in shambles, and he created another team that was in shambles into a good team. So I don't know. Is that the missing ingredient? Who knows? All right, here we go. We got the uh, Jaguars against the Colts. Uh, This game, I got a noise for it, and it sounds like this. It was that because that is exactly how the Colts played. If you watch back the highlights, was Colts that Dan or Sloppy. Colts looked like doo doo. Jaguars get the win. Did you guys see that Dan or Orslovsky was in the the booth and he sneezed on on thing and he was trying yeah. to open the sneeze and then he farted. Dude. Let's go. <laughs> All right, we're going New England and Pittsburgh. Um, this is this one kind of hurts because the first couple games I have watched of the Steelers, and it's been very sad. I made this early take on Mr. Trubisky's holding uh, the quarterback position for the rest of the year, and I don't really see a, a way forward for that to happen. Their offense is ridiculously bad, and uh, it might be Kenny Pickett time, baby. Kenny Pickett time. I agree. Pick time. I couldn't agree more. Can he pick it? All right, let's stick to that division. The Bengals at the Cowboys. 
Cooper Rush and the Cowboys silenced the doubters, myself included, who thought they were going to be done, and they beat the defending AFC champions. This game was tied with less than uh, a minute left when CeeDee Lamb and company marched down the field and scored a walk-off field goal. Sound familiar? They looked and sounded like the Bengals. The Bengals need to get to their old form. They don't look like themselves. They don't have swagger or big plays in them. They lost 17-20. Uh, to Bengals suck. This year, kind of looks like they do. All right, let's take it over to the Panthers and the Giants. We already talked a little bit about the Giants, but the Giants are looking good this year, sitting at a pretty 2-0 against some not great teams. Let's be honest, this week they played the Panthers, and really that's not an impressive win. And in fact, it looked pretty sloppy looking at the stats. It wasn't pretty, but hey, good for the Giants, 2-0. Yep. Good job, Giants. Demon. You guys will always be Tom Brady's kryptonite. Let's go. Speaking of another kryptonite, uh, what about the Detroit Lions who have been injected with kryptonite for the last 50 years or so? Uh, but they have woken up. No more kryptonite around. And the Lions are kicking butt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a number for you guys. And just tell me the first thing you think of. 69. if it's not the Detroit Lions and how many points they have scored thus far in the season, then you guys are wrong. They have scored the most points out of anybody in the league. It's insane. I love it. That I'm felt like setup. I'm sticking out division. Uh, Chicago Green Bay, my brother-in-law, David, was at this game. He got to witness firsthand that Rodgers still owns the Bears. Will he own the Lions? We'll find out because the Packers' ground game was looking really good. Uh, looks like Rodgers is getting his connection back with Lazard and Cobb. But it's going to be an interesting division. I like what you said about the Lions not sleeping in the jungle. Man, Rodgers versus the Bears. That that's, that statement, I still own you. Wow. So good. So hurts. Recap, let's All right, go. let's take it over to Las Vegas. Cardinals versus the Raiders. Two teams who are kind of question marks in their division. And this game was a big old question mark because they took it into overtime, sitting at 23-23, only for the Cardinals defense to take the win, literally rip the win out of the Raiders' hand for the scoop and score fumble. Cardinals win at 29-23. I saw something that said that when Kyler Murray is scrambling around in the backfield, it looks like he is uh, running away with his parents' phone. And that's like, you can't unsee it once you see it. Um, But here's the thing. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay going into New Orleans. They always lose. Brady's never beat New Orleans since going to Tampa Bay. And he shuts them up. He goes to the Superdome. And he just says, this is a horrible game. He's throwing tablets. He's doing his Tom Brady cry, cry fest. And then all of a sudden, he just breaks it out in the open. Mike Evans gets ejected. And he's like, what do you expect? This is Tom Brady here. We're trying to protect Brady. All right, speaking of Tom Brady, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, Flacco is back, yo. The Browns were leading 30 to 17. And then they missed the PAT. That left the door open. There was less than two minutes left. Flacco hit Davis for a bomb touchdown. They kicked the onside kick. They get it. And then they march down with Garrett Wilson, that amazing rookie, and win it all. 31 to 30. It was that field goal, man. That field goal really put them in a tough spot. That was one of the most impressive games of the week. Dude, Joe Flacco, dude. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco face, man. Joe wow. Flacco, okay, I'm impressed. Flacco, We're, Flacco flame. I'm really impressed. We did this all remotely, so could you guys? <laughs> did you guys hear the timer? Even like, I mean, you guys. Yeah, you guys no, stuck yeah, to the timer was, really it was, well. It was way better this time. Yeah, 
heard it well enough. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But the thing is, honestly, guys, uh, <laughs> Joe Flacco face is leading like passing yards. He's like in top three of passing yards in the league. You look if you look at the top three quarterbacks and passing yards in the league, it's it's kind of scary. Like it doesn't even make sense. Uh the the names that are up there, like you just wouldn't expect to be. Uh Tua is up there. Tua like at the beginning of the season, like Tua Tua throws like two yard passes, you know? But <laughs> and geez. a lot of that was from this past week. Yeah, I know. He had an insane game this yeah. week for sure. I think the first game he only had like two hundred and fifty yards or somewhere around that. I thought for sure the Ravens were winning that one. That game was crazy. Uh, the the other person on that list, top three, it's Tua, Carson Wentz, and Joe Flacco face. What's happening? I don't know. But those are – Tua is at 739 after two games. That's insane. <laughs> hey, you think that's wild? Check this out. Saquon Barkley's leading the league in rushing yards right now. What? Yeah, he burned Comeback me too many player times. Of the year? He burned me too many times on uh, fantasy, and I just can't. I can't. Hey, speaking of the, just the Dolphins going off too, uh, and before we get into this game, top, two of the top three receiving uh, leaders right now, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, And this past week had a big uh, to-do about that being able to happen. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's impressive to have one of your receivers in the top in the top receiving yards, but it's it's even more impressive, I think, when you have two. And obviously, it's small sample size, and they won't finish like that. It's almost statistically impossible. Um, but it's insane, man. It's insane what they're doing over there. I think that coach that they got from the 49ers, I think, has brought over a lot of stuff that does work with the 49ers system. It's just flipped around because Tua has a left arm, and it's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I don't know if you guys saw this, but they someone posted like videos of Tua with it mirrored, so everything was mirrored, and like he looks legit when he has a right when he has a right arm. <laughs> it's just throwing I saw us that. Off. Yeah, he like when when it's flipped, I'm like, Tua looks amazing. Like this guy's <laughs> yeah. throwing bombs effortlessly. Yeah, he's like Tua looks like one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen, and then you just watch him normally in every throw. You're kind of like. Was that right? Did he, did he push that? Did is that what, like what's going on? Did he mean to um, do that? <laughs> I think Tyreek Hill is is just showed that he is that guy, um, and and that's that's something that a lot of people are talking about is being that guy, or mm-hmm. uh, the other thing that I just heard it, it's been it's been a thing is I'm him, yeah, I'm him, which like you're you're who him, who's him exactly? I'm him. <laughs> Um, and that's, that's something that I've seen from the, especially in like the NFL, watching NFL, like Jalen Ramsey, after his pick, he went to the sideline, he just started screaming, I'm him, I'm him, I'm him. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are. (laughs) You're him. (laughs) You're him, dude. It's, it's like the, the, the best statement ever. Cause it's so true. Yeah. I'm him. It's never wrong. (laughs) Unless you're a girl. Um, Unless you're not him. Right. If you're not him, you can't say I'm him. But if you are him, I'm him is always facts. Hey, guys, let me tell you. I'm him. (laughs) I'm him, too. (laughs) I'm I'm him. (laughs) No, are you him? Hey, I'm a lot of things, but I'm definitely him. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I'm him. I love it when the haters count me out. That's what he screamed. He said, I'm him. I'm him. I love it when they count me out. And, And he was just kind of 
because everyone was calling him toast and this and that, and he did seal the game for us, right? But you think he was trying to steal a little bit of uh, your boy's thunder over there with the everyone wrote me off? Everyone's trying to count Jalen Ramsey. I was like, bro, you you got voted like number three on the all time, <laughs> like three in the in the whole league of players. Like, who wrote you off, Jalen? Who who are you upset at? I love I don't it when the haters say I can't do it. Like, no, 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 no. The haters, what you're talking about, just voted you number three in the league. <laughs> I got a question. I got a question. You're literally the best. I got a question. What, what's more memorable, I'm him, or Cam Newton's, I'm bad. (laughs) Which, (laughs) (laughs) which one haunts your dreams more? Definitely that one, Uh, because I'm pretty sure he said that wearing like a pink sombrero with a feather in it or something (laughs) like that. But uh, (laughs) I remember when you you switched it up on him. Gave him bad. I mean, I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anybody know where Cam Newton is now? Oh, uh, dude, that's that's insane. I just saw a picture today, a side by side of uh, Max Jones and Cam Newton, and the picture <laughs> is the unflattering one of Mac Jones, where he, you know, just looks like a normal Joe, uh, a little out of shape after he won the national championship. Which is mm-hmm. so it's funny. He's like he just won the national championship, and then he takes his shirt off, and he's like, oh. There's more to be desired there. Uh, and then it was Cam Newton with the shirt off, just like totally ripped up. And it's like one of these guys is a starting quarterback in the league. Like which one? Um, is Cam Newton all right? Is he doing – is he going to – what's up? It's crazy how easy it is for a lot of these guys. Like once they're out of – once they're no longer on a team, they just kind of like fade into obscurity, you know? I think like in a year from now, Cam Newton's probably just going to come out and be like, yeah, I'm retiring, and it, yeah. like he might sign like one a one day contract with the Panthers or something like that. Like, hey, I'm about to do a farewell tour, and everyone's like, "Bro, you've been gone." Yeah, <laughs> you already said farewell. Yeah, your farewell this is, is uh, long gone. Yeah, but I could definitely see him coming back and doing the the one day uh, contract. I think that's always cool, you know, letting letting players retire with the team that meant so much to them i know jamal charles did it with the chiefs a while back and you know that was sweet so yeah that is always nice um yeah. but man th- this week i think like just going through all those games what we were you know i think i think that baltimore in miami was definitely uh kind of like a i don't know if it was like a passing of the torch or because because it's not like baltimore killed it last year but they were all injured and I do think that I, but I, it's it, the weird part is I really think that Lamar Jackson from watching that game back on highlights and stuff was the better quarterback that day to, in, in this weirdest way. Like, yes, Tua did amazing, but like everyone was open. Like Lamar Jackson, you watch that game, the stuff that he was doing in that first half, they had like, they just fell off. Like the wheels fell off for them. And that's not all his fault. But you look at the throws he was making, the stuff he was doing, like, dude, Lamar Jackson balled out hard and everyone's talking about Tua and he deserves it he had a really good second half he had a really good fourth quarter they scored like 21 in the fourth um but without doing that everyone would be talking about how great Lamar Jackson is yeah I mean Devin DuVernay also had that kickoff return at the very beginning 130 yard return for a touchdown like that I think inflates their score a little bit more and so I think taking a look at what Tua did throwing six touchdowns like that's a a, a bit more impressive 
especially because it's not something that you'd expect from Tua just based off of his track record so far. Lamar Jackson throwing for three touchdowns and then, you know, rushing for 100 yards, like, that's – and a touchdown. Like, that's pretty – he's already been MVP. He's already shown what he can do. That's pretty, like, characteristic of Lamar Jackson. I think the reason why people are talking so much about Tua is because, like, who is this guy? You know, this is not Tua from last year. But, I mean, when you got Tyreek Hill on your team and you got Jalen Waddle, another burner like that, like – He's doesn't matter who's under center. Like those guys make the quarterback better no matter who who's under center, you know? So Yeah, literally the game that they play all the time is I'm gonna send either Waddle or Hill really deep and then I'm gonna bring the other guy, Waddle or Hill, right underneath them on a cross. Yeah. And like that safety is put in a blunder. He literally has nothing that he can do. Whatever choice he picks is wrong. And so like, the Chiefs had Hill and Kelsey, which they did the same thing with. Mm-hmm. But I think the difference between Waddle and Hill is that those dudes are the same guy, so they can switch it yeah. up. Like, when you stop the Chiefs, like, you had, to, you had to stop Hill deep, and then you had to stop Kelsey on the cross. These guys can flip it. You can do either or. This game was awesome. Anytime a team puts up over 40, that's one of the reasons why I like that Bills game so much, too, because the Bills just dominated. Anytime a team puts up over 40, it's like, God bless it. God bless the NFL. You know the, the bills. The bills are him. <laughs> they are. They the are. If you are watch him. that game back, if you take a look at the highlights, man, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, like that connection. Stephon Diggs caught three touchdown passes. Yeah, that was insane. I, the, I was going up against him in a or yeah the the guy I was playing in in fantasy this week. He had him on his uh, fantasy team, and I was so ticked because it was coming down to the wire. It was. I had Justin Jefferson on my team. He had Stefan Diggs. I was like, oh, this is anyone's game. Either one of those guys could go off. And then Justin Jefferson gets 10 points. Stefan Diggs gets like $5 billion. Insane. Insane. Yeah. All right, guys, you want to kick it to some overreactions week two? <laughs> that you know? is an overreaction. <laughs> is this what you want? Just shoving a a remote control up his butthole. Goes in the closet uh, I don't know for if you guys a second. Seen, comes out. <laughs> haven't seen that video. Wow, freak out! It was like when when YouTube was first becoming a thing. Um, it was this hilarious video where this, and I don't even know how real it is. Um, it was it probably staged. I hope it was staged because if it wasn't staged, that guy needs to be in a mental institution. No, they they came um, out with like thirteen parts of that thing it was there was like it was called it was called greatest freak out ever and i remember i was i loved it and by like the fifth one like he's like smashing like his mom's vacuum cleaner and i'm like this can't be real he's in a yeah no they they had they had to have like maybe the first one was real and then they were like bro you know how much money we made off this video yeah it was a waffle like, pone keep waffle up. pone was the guy who i mean it was it was brilliant it was hilarious Dude, it was hilarious. Um, but anyways, overreactions. My overreaction for week two is this. Um, I already know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. I was half right. It's going to be Bills, Eagles, Super Bowl. None Whoa. of these teams are going to be beat. Um, and they're literally both going to be 17-0 at the end of the season when every game throughout the playoffs, and they're both going to win the Super Bowl, how good these teams look. <laughs> That's a bold statement, man. Bro. Bills, Eagles, 
Maybe I'm just sleeping on the Eagles, man. Bro, the Eagles, if you look at they have the number one offense uh in the NFL. Yeah, did they they could like by the numbers. They did whatever they wanted against the Vikings. They if they wanted to run, they were gonna run and get a first down. If they wanted to pass, they were gonna pass and get a first down. Eagles are scary right now. And I don't know if we should try to start another circle of life, Noah, but we should try to start one. Hundred percent because I think this year is a great year for it, all the one and ones. We already have a pretty big circle that we can start trying to fill out. Um, and we can send it back to our boy Dan Hansmans and say, Hey, actually remember that remember that real weird thing that happened, the phenomenon that happened? It actually happens every year and we just <laughs> no one's ever done it. Yeah, what if it what if it gets in Greg's hands though, in Greg Rosenthal's hands first? We're 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 gonna fill up our pillows <laughs> with soap. Greg Rosenthal is not a fan of this. No, he's no, not a fan of the show, and I'm not a fan of him. So <laughs> we can fight in the parking lot. All right, overreaction, overreaction. Well, first of all, I love that. I've been thinking. I'm like, what would it be like? Two hot, like two, two of like the unexpected hot, like hottest teams right now are, uh, you know, like Dolphins uh, and Eagles right now. I'm like that'd be fun to see an Alabama quarterback Super Bowl. Um, but I definitely agree the Eagles are, are something to keep an eye on. Uh, my overreaction is for a former Eagle that maybe people don't remember is an Eagle. Well, that was an Eagle. Donovan McNabb. Of course. Donovan McNabb. Talk about, I don't know where anybody, any of these guys are. But let's talk, <laughs> let's, I, I touched on this earlier. Let's talk about Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, Ooh. he's the quarterback nobody wanted to stay around. You know, you think about Drew Brees, Brady, Peyton Manning. Everyone's like, oh, it's so sad they're retiring. Nobody's begging for Joe Flacco to stay around, and yet he's been staying around, sneaking around on different teams. He was on the Eagles. I, I think he maybe got a start there with some injuries. But this is just a guy who I remember back in the day. I'm like, this dude's got a cannon for an arm when he was on the Ravens. I'm like, this dude's got a cannon Here's for an guy. arm. He's a, I felt like he was underrated even in his prime. But man, did he come back and light it up? I would be concerned if I were Zach Wilson, now knowing that you know you see Robert Sala, seeing that he's got this vet who can step in and manage a game. I don't know what the coaching staff's going to do regarding Joe Flacco, but I just—I mean, I think Joe Flacco is still capable of. I don't know, like like being a starting quarterback, winning some games. It's an overreaction. I don't know what's going to happen with it because they got that first round pick in Zach Wilson, so he might just be stuck behind him. But man, I just I'm convinced. I'm sold on Joe Flacco again. Maybe in this scenario, you start paying the doctor under the table to just keep telling Wilson that he's sick. Yeah, he's sick. and then Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco might have to be the base on this one, but someone gets on Joe Flacco's shoulders. Puts a trench coat on with a syringe. I know Funny a, glasses. I know mustache, a guy knows. that played at Oregon is in LA now that can <laughs> hook hook something up like that. Oh, but do you think it's an epidemic? Because guess what happened to him? Broken ribs. Oh, that's mm. true. That's true. You don't think he has you don't think he's gonna have to get some steroid shots to the heart anytime soon? I think Terod Taylor might uh might get his T Rod. His... <laughs> What's up, baby? He might scrub up for that one. <laughs> where is Terod Taylor? Is he on a team right now? Um, Giants, right? He's backing up Daniel Jones. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Daniel Jones better watch out. You guys could have told me any team, even the LA Rams, <laughs> and I would have been like, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Tyrod, yeah, he's he's there. Yeah, he's the backup for. Been all over the place, dude. 
He's like a way less successful uh, Fitzmagic. True. True. Yeah. But, yeah, I like Joe Flacco uh, coming back. I'm here for it. The Flacco comeback. Um, you guys ready for an overreaction? I'm couldn't be more ready. I hate the Colts. Hey. I <laughs> loathe with every fiber of my being the Colts right what now. What are you talking about? Yeesh. What are you talking about? You loved the Colts last year. No, no, <laughs> not anymore, man. No. I going into this year, I was really excited. I said, "Man, they got Matt Ryan coming in." Oh, Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. Little did I know the Colts were better with Carson Wentz than they were with Matt Ryan. If you watch, if you go back, go back and watch the recap of the Colts versus Jaguars game, Matt Ryan, my boy, Matty Ice, he threw three interceptions, no touchdowns. Like, he just couldn't do a thing. I, I got frustrated watching because I was like, just ha- just all you got to do, you have Jonathan Taylor. All you have to do is just pass, pass him the ball. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Why are you holding on to the ball at all, Matt Ryan? What's Because so you're fumbling it. You're throwing it and getting it batted, batted down. You're throwing it straight to Jaguars players. I hate the Colts. Dude, the craziest thing is the Colts are bad, but the Jaguars <laughs> always beat the Colts. And remember Which- last year. Like, the Jaguars suck. The Jaguars, against every other team, against all other 30 teams, yeah, that'll be 30, all other 30 teams, they're like, their deficit over the last 10 years is like 500 points, all other teams combined. Against against the Colts themselves, they're up like 59. <laughs> like, it's insane. It's like they only come out to play them. They always beat them. Uh, doesn't matter if it's rain or shine. Doesn't matter if it's in Florida, or Indianapolis. They're just gonna come in. They're gonna slap them around, and they're gonna leave and take their, you know, take what's due. I should have known, man. I should have known. I'm I'm mostly upset because of the fact that I tuttered the Colts last week, and I lost that, dude. Speaking, I thought it was a sure thing. I can't believe what Las Vegas did to me. That was a sure thing. There was no way Arizona was winning that game. And again, like I said, look at it. Look at that. Look at that one scramble where he scrambles around. He almost gets sacked like four times, and then he ends up in the bottom uh, corner of the end zone for the touchdown. Kyler Murray looks like he like punched his dad in the face and then like ran away. <laughs> and then his dad's just running after him, and he's like he's just running around like with a diaper on, in and out of traffic. Scoring a touchdown like that's that's who Ty- Kyler Murray is, and it's just frustrating when you bet your your you know your tutter on him. Yeah, no, I I get I, love- I get that. I totally uh, because I, I was wondering where that sensation came from, but I have the reflex when I see Kyler scrambling to look around for a, a concerned parent. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're like, where's his dad, and 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 how much Call of Duty has he been playing? You know, like when his kid is this. <laughs> when you see a kid at Disneyland, it looks a little lost. You're like, oh shoot, should I? I probably, I probably should talk yeah, to somebody. Like, is that you see a kid just run by you and everyone kind of looks around like, did that kid have a parent? <laughs> <laughs> and then like some people are like, oh, we should ask. And then you're like, ah, they're probably good. <laughs> yeah, but they they treat Kyler like a kid too because they're like, hey, if you don't do your homework, you don't do, you don't yeah. do, you don't eat you don't your do vegetables. four hours of homework a week, Kyler. 
If you don't, if you don't run around the field like a chicken with your head cut off, nope. Kyler. No video games. You gotta turn off that Call of Duty before ten o'clock. Okay. It's, I know it's double XP weekend, but you you better get your booty in the books. <laughs> oh man, that that highlight from that game where he's just like running around in the backfield—it's insane. Like, part yeah, part of me is like, oh dang, that's impressive that he wasn't that he didn't get tackled. Like he's really good at dodging he didn't even people. Get touched. <laughs> Another part of me is like. Why is he still running? Like, yeah. just, like, throw the ball, man. Like, you got receivers all over the place. Like, no way, no one's been open this whole time. You know? <laughs> I know. It's 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 ridiculous. He he lost DeAndre Hopkins, and he just lost his brain. He can't do anything, and he still wins uh, when I pick against him. So, <clears throat> it's just life. What is life? I am I am in tutters and uh, shutters. This is the weakest start I've ever had on this show. Um, I am one and three. I lost both my first ones and i only won one last week and i almost lost that one so you know what's interesting about great about your tutters and shutters is it seems like whether or not you want to you you believe in russell wilson i know what's going on it's, but again he almost ruined it for me like i was literally watching the game like you son of a gun like i did it again i thought it was gonna I, happen i put my I put myself in this predicament again to root for a guy that I hate. <laughs> and it's just been one of, and, and he's not going to do it. And, and, and he does, he got it done. And so I don't know if he got it done, but they, Houston's not good. I don't know what, what people think, but like Houston's Oh, one and one, they're not good. They're not going to be good until they get another rapist as their quarterback or something. They go for the tie. <laughs> At least ties are better than losses, you know. That's that's Lovey Smiths. Did you hear his press conference when they went for the tie? No, he, he was like, "Well, we weren't stopping him, so figured we just go for the tie." <laughs> there we go. It's like, all right, Why not? Some, that's some honesty. All right, boys, let's get into a little. Tutter and Shutter is brought to you by Bloodshed Inc. Tutter and Shutter is brought to you by Bloodshed Inc. A fun fact, I uh I bumped into Bloodshed Inc. the other day. <laughs> Did you? I don't think he's doing Bloodshed Inc. anymore. <laughs> yeah, he ain't. <laughs> he ain't. He's taking a hiatus, but he's not dead. He's not dead. He's he's he'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> Sick. It's Sick. still brought so. to you by Bloodshed Inc. It's our best sponsor we have, so we can't lose it. <laughs> yeah. We're we're grateful for the for the forever support, Bloodshed. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when you're in season and off season, you know. Yeah, yeah. He he's on off season right now. We don't know if that'll last the rest of his life, but he is on an off season and we're we're gonna keep supporting him. All right. Uh Tutters and Shutters, I'm kicking it off this week and I'm going uh we were talking a little bit about this before, but it's always tricky trying to figure out which teams you're going to pick because do you pick a super good team that's going up against a super bad team and get the what you think is going to be the like the shoe in right the sure thing or do you pick two middle of the road teams going up against each other that could go either way but you're not wasting one of your early picks on a great team i'm gonna take the latter this time and i'm looking at the 49ers versus the broncos and jimmy g's coming back trey area is done He's out of there. Jimmy G's a winner. I'm taking the 49ers as my tutter against Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Unlimited. That's right. 
What a loser. Um, all right. I'm going to have to go and tutter the Buccaneers. A Buccaneers Packers. This is a little bit of a spicier one, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna tucker the uh <laughs> tucker. I'm gonna tutter the Bucks. Uh I don't tucker think nation. <laughs> Tutter the Nation, baby. I <laughs> Tucker Nation. I don't really think that um, Aaron Rodgers plays well against Brady. I think Brady usually takes those, I think, historically. Um, And I just think that the Packers' offense is pretty garbage. And I said it. (laughs) I said it. All right. I like it. You guys have picked some some not obvious ones, man. It's got me second-guessing. Um Man, okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna split it. I'm gonna split. It. I'm gonna pick one that I feel is pretty safe and one that's a little bit uh, spicier. Okay. Uh, I am going to tutter the Chargers going against the Jags. Mm. The Chargers are pretty solid. Jags coming off a big win, but sometimes that can lead to a pretty bad loss if you're getting too, uh, too, too cocky. Uh, and my shudder. Just remember. The Jaguars aren't playing the Colts, so they're most likely going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, Historically. Let's hope there's not some, la- some laundry mishap and uh, Chargers have to wear just all blue and have a horseshoe on their helmet. <laughs> 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 and uh, and then this one, uh, I'm really interested in watching. I'm really interested in watching this one. Um, we got two great head coaches going at it. I'm going to shudder the Patriots going against... The Ravens, mm. Ravens, they wow. got they got close to winning that one against the Dolphins, and I think that they come back and uh, they're a solid team. So um, I think they're just they're just in a better place than the Patriots are. I don't think the Patriots are bad, but Shutters Patriots. All right, here we go one more time. I think Kyler Murray's going to lose. They're playing the Rams and uh, shuttering the Cardinals. He's a little boy. He doesn't know anything about life except for fake Call of Duty, and he hasn't done his homework. So there's that shuttering the the Cardinals. Yeah, D Hop ain't playing. It's a wrap. Dang man, that one was gonna be mine. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that you took it. Uh, yeah, I think the Cardinals are losing against the Rams this week. Um, let's see. All right, I'm torn between two. I'm looking at Saints Panthers and mm. I'm looking at Falcons Seahawks. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and shudder. Sorry, Noah, hate to do this to you, but I'm Yeesh. shuddering the Seahawks this week. The battle of the I, birds. I think after what I saw between the Falcons Rams, uh the Falcons can play. Drake London looks like a really yeah, good dude, Drake London up and coming receiver. Good. So I think the Falcons are gonna just inch out a little bit more. Do you think the, the Falcons Seahawks. are that guy? And the Rams are just him, and that's why the Rams beat them. Potentially, yeah. Okay, so the, if they're if Rams are him, Falcons are that guy. Who is the Seahawks? Uh, that guy over there. No, no, no. <laughs> that guy over there. It's that guy that ain't right back though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, can we write him off again? Like, is this hey. the time we can write him off again? You could try, man, but it didn't turn out like great last time when people wrote him off. So, I mean, here's the thing: you, it was a sick line. Like, don't get me wrong, just an amazing line. 
do you just get if you're a screw up in life? Okay, if you're just a, a guy that hasn't done anything with his life. Do you just get for the rest of time to be able to say, I told you so, when you do one thing good? Or 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 is it when you look at the whole thing, I, writing him off seems pretty reasonable. But yeah. like he he did one thing good and he's like, Oh, you wrote me off. I didn't write <laughs> back though. Everyone's like, Oh, drop the mic. And it's like the look at the game after, look at the thirty games before, writing him off is fine. To, that's a hundred percent the right move. Yeah. No, that's that's the thing we do though in football. We write narratives based on one game. You know, you get Tampa Bay with Brady versus Patriots and Belichick. Whoever wins that apparently was the one who was talented all along. So you take Geno Smith, the understudy under Russell Wilson, beating him in Russell Wilson's former home. That's the, that's the narrative. And again, Geno Smith. I, we're, I think I think the jury's still out on Geno Smith. I think that we need to see him cook a little bit more because I, I think he has currently the best completion percentage in the NFL right now. And it's just he's the first person with over 80 percent completion rate and lose. Oh, no. He's the first person with over 80 percent completion rate and not score an offensive point. Is that on him? Because <laughs> you not see, score an offensive point. There it's was, like you see the 80 percent completion rate. You're like, goodness gracious. And then you see 130 yards and you're like, oh, that's for like 18 passes. You're like, how? How is this? That's, he was like 18 for what, 20 or something? He was like, he barely missed anything for no yards, no touchdowns, no <laughs> rushing touchdowns, nothing. Well, because we, our running back threw a pick in the end zone, but you take, uh, you have to look at the, you have to look at what is, what's, what's coaching doing too. Cause you, cause if you, if you write that narrative, if you just, if you look at wins and put it on the quarterback, then Matt Stafford wasn't good until he went to the Rams. 100. What? <laughs> <laughs> said a hundred. <laughs> was that the number of passing yards by Juno Smith? Yeah, yeah. You Matt Stafford wouldn't, I don't think, would have made the Hall of Fame without going to the Rams and winning the Super Bowl. I agree. No, I agree completely. I'm just yeah. That's that's totally the that's the that's the whole thing with the NFL. Like we they they take looks at like one week. They write narratives on that, and they put you know wins losses on quarterbacks. Sometimes rightfully so, but. <laughs> Like there were people that were writing off Matthew Stafford, and and there's there's a conversation to be had about that. There's no conversation to be had about should you write off Geno Smith or not. You should write him off a million times over. And I've, all I'm saying is, can whenever you've been written off in life, can you just do one thing that's mediocre and then be like cash it in and be like that's it. You can't write me off anymore. Like, is it for, for everything, or is it just? Do we get to write him off again? I mean, I think because you, I mean, look at like even Matt Ryan right now. Like he he could he could have been written off in his career, goes and wins the MVP, and he's like, and it's like, oh, you know, we shouldn't have written, we shouldn't have written him off. And now in his career, he's looking like, okay, is it time to write him off? I think you have to keep proving yourself to to stay to keep to keep doing that. You know. Um, I, I think that I think that Geno Smith's quote was, I guess, fair in the way of nobody gave him a shot to win that game. He was written off in that sense, and he won the game. But yeah, I think he needs to keep proving himself. What I'm saying is, I think he's. I'm. I, I, I want to see a whole season of Geno Smith. I want to see a whole season of Geno oh, Smith. Oh, jeez, you like that? You, you're you're into that kind of thing. What? <laughs> what? what? Just what like. He likes that. He likes it. <laughs> yeah, you're the kind of guy that likes that. Uh, you you like just being depressed and yelling at a TV and uh, 
I mean, Harding. it's either Gino or Drew Locke. So I don't I mean, know. Has Drew Locke like ever, ever been punched in the face and got his job broken by his own teammate? Wait, who'd that happen I to? I mean, that's a pretty baller thing. That was Geno Smith. That was when Gino he was on Smith? the Jets. He, uh, yeah, he he did. He was supposed to go to a camp, a football camp for kids, and he set it all up with his teammate. And then his teammate went and ran the camp, and Geno Smith didn't come. So the guy went back to Geno. Was like, "Hey, bro, like, I get it. You couldn't make it, but you still got to put up half of the money because that's what we agreed upon." And then Geno basically said, "Like, I didn't go. I ain't, I ain't paying for that camp." Ooh. And then the dude punched him in the face and broke his jaw. So basically you're and saying from what I remember about the story, the locker room wasn't like rushing to Gino's defense because it's so, kind of a, like a, a messed up move because it's for the kids, you know? Sure. So. I like Gino Smith a lot less right now. <laughs> are you saying are you are you telling me this all happened because Gino Smith didn't write back? <laughs> exactly. Gino Smith didn't write back. Um, <laughs> he didn't write back, though. And last week, America applauded him for it. <laughs> the guy that, that had to pay for all the kids by himself is like, he didn't write back, that son of a gun. The kids were like, yeah, I never got that letter, Gino. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, uh, week three, or yeah, week three is going to be awesome. Did we ever, did you go for it? We, we completed it, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait, okay. wait, did I? Yeah, yeah, I'm shuttering the Seahawks. That's how we got on okay. Jeff Smith. Okay, okay. That was a yeah. long tangent about the Seahawks. That and was. Smith. <laughs> but hey, guys, uh, if you guys want, we're going to be posting a- Oh, we lost Troy. Christian, take us out. I, I don't know if he's still talking or not. He might be recording it. No, but, he's gone. Uh, he's and- gone. <clears throat> Anyways, Troy, whatever happened to you, man, we miss you. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Have a great week three. And uh, this is Saturday Nation. We out. What's up? What's up, boys? I'm back. <laughs> this is just in. We are not out. We are back with Troy. <laughs> the best part is, like, I didn't stop recording the whole time. So... <laughs> That's what we figured. I kept it going. Um, and yeah, I was out, but now we back, and now we out. Tutter Nation, we out.